Hi everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, the explorer extraordinaire, Mr. Rook. I wasn't explorer extraordinaire this week. I did a lot of uh, other stuff. I don't know how many people noticed, but at the end of all of our show notes for like the last, I don't know, eight or nine episodes, I put Rook explored. <laughs> so I may not be able to do it this time. You might break the trend. Oh, I did break the trend. And you know, Mr. Enshrouded himself, Archon. Yeah, yes. Yes. Unfortunately, I have been quite enshrouded this week. All right, guys. So we have a, a bit of a show. I had some really bad things happen to me in game. We'll get in that later. And apparently Rook didn't uh, explore much, which is a shocker and a half. We got two shockers. We've got a lot around this cord. Some cool stuff with that. And guys, the big update released. I um, want your impressions because I was actually kind of impressed by it. I haven't played since the update release, so. Yeah, I have failed you, sir. I have not been online since the update release. When did it release? uh, Yesterday. Yeah, I played Sunday. So it released on Tuesday. Okay, gotcha. It released, and I did play it, and the graphics are very, very nice. I'm not going to lie. It it does make the game look different, very different, but there's more to it. The way the game feels, it feels more fluid. Combat seems better, and I I went up against two guys, and you know how they always run away when they get low on health? I shot two of these guys once, just once, barely any health, and they took off and ran halfway across the planet. That is... That sounds like... Not right. uh, Positive or a negative? I, I don't Not know what sure you were It's kind of realistic because like I, they saw me kill four of their buddies really quick. And they just uh. took off. And it felt really good. But I think the... I don't know if the update was to blame for my big problem today. Or yesterday or what. But something happened. So oh. yeah, guys. When you get a chance to play it, we'll talk... I'll get your impressions next episode. Yes. You got me curious now. Yes. And... If I don't log in and it feel like a new game, I blame you. <laughs> Better feel like a whole new game. You got this hyped up. I didn't hype it. I just said it felt Height. like a new Height. game. It felt really nice and fluid. So I don't know how you want to take that, but that's what it is. Eh, it is what it is. It's not that impressive. <laughs> Are you in, did you just log in game or something? No, I'm actually trying to launch the game while we're having this show so I can see my status of my... Uh, save files all right yeah one thing there's another news item that mr rook put in here so while he's um i'm gonna break his focus on that see what he uh he's got to say about this this is actually pretty cool um i saw this a couple of times on my google feed on my cell phone and i also saw it on uh inanzer's uh instagram there's an article out there that says how video games like Starfield are creating a new generation of classical music. And when you actually read the uh, article, it's talking about how video game music has evolved so much from... What did uh, he say? Well, guys, I'm sorry. He broke up right at that. He said music fans. What did it sound like I said? You uh, cut off right at fans. Cut yeah, you cut out the word fans. Ah. So, there yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So... What it's talking about is how music has evolved from bleeps and bloops to these massive symphonic uh, pieces that are now made. And because of games like this, a lot of people are starting to listen to more and more music that's 
classical. It's become the new uh what's the word I'm looking for. Best thing, I guess you could say. And it it just it's nice to see that happening, especially when it's because of games like Starfield. Well, I I've talked about before how I live in Michigan and in part of Michigan, uh, Grand Rapids, they have a pretty famous orchestra there, the Grand Rapids Symphony. And uh, they every year, it, it's always a different one. Like one year I actually went to one that was the music of Final Fantasy and it was all the music played by the symphony from the different Final Fantasy games and things like that. Last year, I think it was the music of Zelda. And every year they do one of they they pick a gaming genre, and they'll the, the Grand Rapids Symphony will put on a, like three hour concert of all the music from the games and stuff, and they'll play the games up on the big screen and stuff as they're doing it. It's really cool because the music in the games are is amazing now. I mean, oh yeah, it's great. There's a there was a tour going on about the music of gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but this article goes back and talks about how many would argue that classical music, the classical music world is no longer accessible to most people because tickets have gotten too expensive. Some of the music is too intimidating and some of just some some of the people that go to them are just too stuffy. Um, My favorite genre of music is modern symphony. Now, there's a big difference between modern symphony orchestra versus classical. And modern mm-hmm. is more like what you would hear in a movie score. Very dynamic, shifting, very mood engaging. Yeah, that is like, true. I feel like based on what Rook said, we need to bring back Stuffy Joe. Oh, we need to go Stuffy to the Joe. orchestra and listen to the music. I absolutely love going to symphonies and orchestras. Thank you. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Especially, uh, like I said, I went to that the, the music of Final Fantasy, and that was amazing. amazing. Yeah. I have uh, two favorite composers that do this. Well, three, technically. Kerry Musi, which I actually know him in person. I told him if my books ever become movies or TV shows, he's doing my, he's doing my score. But Future World Music and Six Steps from Hell, they both are amazing. If they come to the States, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually, I do like how uh, music is these days with classical, but I actually like how they're wording this is how video games um, are a key way to bridge the divide between the stuffy classical music and the modern generation of kids. And it's doing a great job. And like like we said multiple times uh, on a few episodes ago, Enon Zer did a great job with starfield soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks so and that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> mr rook as you guys can tell is like me big fan of that kind of music i love it it's my and, it's one of my favorite outside of country yeah i don't like country at all so at least we have that in common the, the orchestra me, stuff well, let's talk about our game guys let's talk about our weeks in the game I'm curious about Mr. Rook, because he's got a lot of notes. I purposely (laughs) did not read your notes, because I want to hear it from you. All right. So, I'll start with my week then. All right. As everybody knows, I've been avoiding running two characters. My primary character and my challenge character, iteration number four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I decided to, uh, Sunday, run my challenge character. 
And I decided to start with the Reusion quest line because I wanted to see if the Ronin background gave any new dialogue. Well, I've made it all the way to Rothlesite and haven't had any new dialogue yet. But it's still early, I guess. Or midway through. Something like that. Um, but I came across something I really wanted to check out during that quest line. And in, it's during the Ryujin Tower infiltration. So you gotta sneak around this entire base, which I did without even getting caught once. And I I'm gonna it. pause you right there. The fact that you have been playing Ryujin makes me very excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, so I snuck through, didn't get caught once. I enjoyed it. Running, I like it because it's, you can actually take your armor off and sneaking is so easy without your armor on. But snuck all the way through, got to the end, and the door, after I come out that elevator, after getting out of the main office, I noticed there was a door there. I don't recall clicking on the button to open that door, so I was like, all right. So I dropped back down onto the catwalks. This made me wonder if you could actually reach that at the beginning of this quest. So what I did was a uh, bounty hunter, since she had a jetpack, I jetted all the way across because she's nowhere near this quest line and i got across and saw got up to where the catwalk was looked up and we're talking about the catwalk that leads you into the uh air ventilation shafts i looked up was able to get up the uh, top and saw that that gate was closed so i went back to rook yes i'm playing my main character to figure this out i said f it i'll just avoid new atlantis Everything will be golden. So I took Rook all the way through um, the Ryujin quest line up to the tower infiltration and went and looked at it. Took me about 30 minutes to an hour to get all the way up to that point. Uh, and I was sad to say that it is actually closed and I must have hit the button to open the gate when I came out of that elevator. But uh, it was very, very interesting. Very, very interesting because... Sneaking in this game is easy and hard at the same time because the sight lines of the enemies are so wide that it's harder to sneak around them, in my opinion, at times. There's something I would like for you to try, Rook. Hmm. With the patch and all the patch fixes. See, I, I, would, I would be interested to see if you can take Rook to New Atlantis now, if they fixed it. Ooh, that's a good idea. I'll have to do that after uh, the show. Just yeah. to see if I can get there and have the ground it's, again. I believe that was one of the, the, the bugs that they said that they were addressing. So I wonder if it will fix it or if you're just kind of hosed and that just won't happen again now. Hmm. That's I'm hoping that it's one or the other, because if I well, go that would through the choice. Yeah, but I'm saying if I go through the unity later and I come back and it's still like that, then Rook is just going to have to be a dead character. Sadly. He was fun to run, but my bounty hunter is... Not bounty hunter. My soldier has done more exploration than Rook has. But How do Rook you is, go through the Unity without ever going to New Atlantis, though? Uh, so, that's one thing I'm going to do with Rook that I don't like doing. And that's fast traveling to the locations on Jemison instead of landing at the starport and running all the way there. I'll just have to fast travel to avoid landing at the starport. Oh, I always have. I'm impatient, so I always fast travel to where I need to go. 
I'm a role player, so I actually run from my cockpit all the way down, out the door, all the way across. You don't even fast travel off your ship? Nope. I Jeez. did it. I did it when I was having the initial bugs with Rook, where I would uh, go and dock at a state uh, starbase or another ship and not be able to access my docking uh, my docking ring thing. <laughs> Forgot what it's called. My docking bay. Um, so I would fast travel just by leaving the ship that way because sometimes it would just bug out on me. But I haven't had that issue for a really long time. I was thinking about something earlier and when you were first starting your, your uh, playthrough, mm-hmm. when you mentioned taking off your suit to sneak, and I was going to say, mm-hmm. you know, that there's a pro tip in there, you know, obviously you take your suit off to sneak better. Everyone should know that by now. It's quieter. You make less noise. Just make sure you do not do that on a planet surface. Depending mm-hmm. upon the planet surface. <laughs> I was actually doing the uh, region quest line and it sends you to Sidonia, right? completely forgot I'm not wearing my suit. Left my ship and just hauled butt all the way to the place. And before it actually got to like quarter of my health dropped for not wearing oxygen, having any oxygen, I got through the door and was alive. I was assassinating <laughs> someone in Sidonia. I did the same thing. I walked out on the Mars surface wondering, why the heck am I dying? What the heck is going on? What's wrong with this game? <laughs> uh, oh, right. <laughs> I had to put my suit and hell went on really quick. Yeah, I've, I've done that a few times. I was on a planet where, with Florum, Fauna, and realized I forgot to put my suit on because I was like, ah, this has plants. This has animals. It has to be okay. And then I got out and looked and it had zero oxygen atmosphere. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> so I got that. I figured that one out the hard way. But just like my cha- first three challenge characters, I keep forgetting certain things. However... Yeah. With my fourth iteration of this character, I am remembering to give myself health in combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good thing. The best <laughs> way to win this challenge is to not die. <laughs> I know, right? Again. And yeah, this game yeah. has <laughs> good mechanics that you actually have to breathe oxygen. So remember that. Breathe oxygen. Good. Well, well see, unlike being in the heart of combat where... You miss looking at your thing one time and you can die. At least with oxygen, you have enough time to put your suit on before you run out. Very unrealistic. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> How dare they? How dare they assume everybody can hold their breath for 15 minutes? Hey, wait, this is the future. How do we know we can't do that in the future? Remind me, did, did you say what um, level you got your challenge, your newest edition of your challenge character at? He's level 8 right now. Okay. That's progress. He's a li- He's a he's highly underleveled for where I'm at right now. So I left and went to Talcetti, and I'm starting to go to all these other outposts so I can kill people. And get that is a new level. rook record right here, guys. You heard it. <laughs> are, here. You, are you still are you still pure melee or are you uh, melee and pistols? It's melee and pistols, but mostly melee. The only time I really use pistols is if I'm going up against an elite that's like ten levels higher than me. Or just when I'm going up against an enemy, no big deal, right? <laughs> No, no, going up against an enemy that's 10 levels higher than me. The enemy still... is 10 levels higher than me and more than 10 feet away. Then I use a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I try sneaking up to them as close as I can. So if they detect me before I get there, I- I'm like, all right, gun time. And then I run. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. been my week. All right. Yeah, that's actually, you know what? I, I think for the first time in like nine to 10 episodes, I'm not going to say Rook explored. You ruined my joke. 
Don't worry, we'll get back to it next week. <laughs> now you'll just have to put and Rook didn't explore. Oh, winner. <laughs> Archon, what have you been up to? Man, I'm very guilty of neglecting Starfield this week. I did play a little bit. I didn't play as much as I should have. Five minutes you know, doesn't count. I've, especially if uh, especially if you listen to our other show, Raw and Nerdy, you know that I've been pretty enthralled with the, uh, another game at the moment, but... I did get to play a little bit. Um, still playing on my challenge character. I was able to finish the Freestar Collective quest off um, so that I've now completed both the Freestar and the UC, and I'm about roughly a quarter halfway or so through the Ryujin quest line, saving the Crimson Fleet for last because I'm scared to death of the ship battles. <laughs> I'm scared to death of the ship battles. Uh, I feel like if I die in my challenge character, it's going to be in my ship. So <laughs> I've been trying to save that for last. I'm hoping this week I'll finish off the Crimson Fleet or finish off the Ryujin and then be able to get to Crimson Fleet. Um, I'm really looking forward to checking out the new patch because, like I said earlier, I have not done it yet. Um, currently level 28. On the challenge, guys. So I got 22 levels to go, and just need to finish off a few more of the quest lines. And pretty confident I'm going to get through this challenge, as long as the space battles don't kill me. Which is a high so, probability. Uh. So how many times have you died and said, "No, nope, nope, I didn't die," and went back? Zero. I have not <laughs> died yet. I have not died yet. So I'm doing good. It, it's been a close call, especially while I was leveling up my regen. But now my regen is maxed, and it, unless I'm in the ship, I'm not gonna die. <laughs> With having regeneration maxed, it's you have to physically try to die, and I'm not gonna die. So <laughs> yeah, I need your input on a couple of things with my play. So I was on my challenge character like always, and I decided to risk going for the mantis suit because I needed a better suit was wearing that beginner, you know, white quality suit. So I got through all the baddies pretty simple. And like I mentioned that the two that ran away across the entire planet was just outside the entrance to the Mantis Lair. And I found this awesome gun before this. I went, and that's the main reason I decided to go is it's a um, instigated, boosted, calibrated Orion. It's only a, a blue quality, but it melts their health. It does double damage because instigated does double damage to full health targets. And with the uh, boosted and calibrated of it, it, it melts them. And with my points into the lasers, it was awesome. So I was just destroying them. Even the elites taking two or three hits. was loving it. For the first time, I wasn't, you know, struggling in battles. <laughs> so I got to the point where you have to do the puzzle, the Tyrannus. <laughs> which I've done it several, several, several times. I walked that puzzle no issues. I started doing it, got to the R, and Andreja decided she wanted to follow me in there. And I don't remember ever having a follower able to step on them and activate the turrets. I've never had them ha had that happen. So oh, yeah. I actually was able to jump and boost out of there just in time. Like I had two hit points remaining. Healed up, made Andreja stay, started going through the puzzle again, went over the R, and got killed. And this, no, this is where it gets messed up because I know I did it exactly as I was supposed to. It should not have triggered at all. And Dreja wasn't in there. So my character is officially dead, but I reloaded it, went back in there to try it. 
every time I died at the R and the A, I did it 12 times and it would not go through. You've got to be hitting the wrong I'm not. Letter. I checked it many, many times. It's really easy to tell which one's the R and the A. And I was walking over it. I even did like above my character, looking down and make sure I was going across it exactly every single time. Hmm. That's weird. So I don't know if it's bugged or what, but couldn't get through it. And like I said, I've done it through with many, many characters or many, many times. With every challenge character, with my main, every playthrough, I've gone through this and it's been fine. I would uh, go I to... I would load the, back to like a previous save before that's what that. That's say, yeah. Because you might have bugged it out somehow. So if you load back to a previous save like before, before that. So I was going to ask you guys though. Because this is a this is a decision because this is our challenge character. Do we keep it perma dead, or do I get a pass on it? Hmm. I don't think that a bug should cause you to be perma dead. Try it again with a rollback to a previous save. If it does happen again, then it's perma dead. If it doesn't happen, then I'll say go with it. Yeah, and I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. I'll let you know if my character is dead. Yeah, or just roll it back to that previous save, and if you don't feel like rolling those dice, then just don't go back don't in go there. Don't go back in there. Don't I have to. Up. What I might do is I might go on my main and try it and see if the same result occurs, because I ran into a little problem with my main, too. After that death in, um, in the Mantis layer, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go on my main. I'm going to get back into it. I was almost done with Ryujin. I was really getting into it. I was a level 103, rocking it out, got in, loaded my game and, and was in my starborn suit in new Atlantis level 86, I think. Hmm. And, um, and I went back to look like right safe. Yeah. So I went back and looked and sure enough, that was my last save. I bet you, I know what happened. I went this. back an entire New Game Plus. Like, I am back at the beginning of New Game Plus 4 when I was in halfway through New Game Plus 5 before. So I think I know what happened, and it's the same thing that happened to mine. You just have way too many save files. Um, I cleared them out not long ago. I, I've been constantly clearing them out, actually. Because I keep now no more than three or four save files per character. I don't know if that was the case or what, but that really, really put me off on the game for a while. For a little bit. I did not want to play after that. After that issue with my challenge character, and then I get in, and I'm all hyped up, and I lose. And my last save file was December 1st. Now, here's my question. Did you take a look at that character save file before you hit the bug with your challenge character? No. I wonder if uh, the bugs could have tied in together somehow. Maybe. I don't know. But I definitely see why you were so upset the other day now. <laughs> oh, that was only a small portion of my day yesterday. Oh, Lanta, I don't want to get into that because it'll take up the rest of the show. Yesterday was a very, very frustrating, very frustrating day, especially with work. Yeah. So, but I'm over yeah. it. I'm better. We're good. So that was pretty much my play. And there was other things that I was doing on my uh, challenge character. And I was going to have this whole plan I was going to talk about, but it kind of got, got short. Then I decided I was going to go ahead and go on my main and do a bunch with him and finish Ryujin and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, didn't happen. Has anybody played with the new update, though? I did. He did. Yesterday. 
when all this stuff went down. I'm kind of scared to uh, look at my main now because I, I haven't been on him in a while. And I logged into all of my characters. No, I didn't log in. I looked at all my save files. They're all December 29th because I December 29th, I, uh, Monday. Monday? Monday. I ran through all of my characters trying to f- uh, make sure which one could actually get me to Ryujin to see what it was. <laughs> and they're all on their exit saves. So That's good. Uh, on to 29th, so I'm good. So yeah, I've lost two months, a month and a row, six weeks of time and an entire new game plus and a half and, and 19 levels. So I, I'll get into my main eventually. And what do you guys think I should do on my main? Should I, what do you think I should do? Because I don't know if I want to go back into Ryujin right now. Well, Even though I probably should for the suit, but... I would get through New Game Plus 4 and go through the Unity and see what happens. All right, so we got a lot going on around Discord. And, uh, yeah. Dress brought up something that I found to be very interesting and it was something we really haven't talked about on the show yet. He came across the Varun Shroudbreaker. The Shroud Bearer, sorry. And they were talking about how rare those and the legendary ships are, which they really are. I've never come across one in my 400 hours of gameplay. Not yet. So I figured I, we could talk a little bit about them. I actually came across one. Earlier off air, I told you I came across a Varun Shroudbreaker, but it was actually the SpaceX Scavenger Bledtodea. Uh, how do you say it? Yeah. Um, I actually came across that one on Rook. Uh, luckily, I came across it at a higher level, so I just completely... Uh, uh, so, all of them come with three escort ships. Luckily, the escort ships are faster than the main battleship. I made them all chase me away from it. I took them all out and went back after it after I healed up. Yeah, there's only and, one of those ships that actually has... The um, escort ships are actually pretty tough. Yeah, the spacers, I took them out pretty quick. It was... Goodbye. So it, it, was, it was tough. Every... Every um, website that I went through and looked all ranked them by base of difficulty, and they all threw all of them. Four websites ranked them all the same way, based mm-hmm. on difficulty. And the, what they say is the easiest, and you're the if you did beat one, I'll take your word on it. Then you're the first person I've heard of that's beat one. I've um, seen people online beat them all the time. Yeah, I'm sure, but that I personally know. Yeah. It, the, don't don't get me wrong. It was hard. I I used all my ship parts I had to stay alive. <laughs> the what difficulty setting were you on? Very hard. This was when we switched over to very hard. It's just I've learned how to actually dogfight in space. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at it. I don't know if I'd be able to beat him yet. Uh, the the trick is my weapons on my ship have a 3500 uh, meter range, and I stay at that range when I'm d- fighting them. I stay out of his range, so he's not hitting me with everything he has. Yeah, um, so Dress came across the uh, Varun Shroudbearer, like I said, which is considered to be the easiest of the three, which is still very, very difficult. The Shroudbearer is level 45, and like, and um, as Dress said, I shot at it and it deleted me. I've seen that happen quite a bit. Uh, he was on his level 45 character and found out quickly how tough they can be. Mm-hmm. The and the, the everything every strategy I read said that the key to taking out the shroud bearer is to have a very fast maneuvering ship with heavy ballistic weaponry because it's a very it's the slowest of the three, which makes mm-hmm. it a little bit easier than the other three. 
and doesn't quite have the same firepower as like the ecliptic version. We'll get into that in a second. So if you get a fast ship with high maneuverability and you load up in ballistic, you'll have an actual survivable chance at it. Now there is something for uh, a pro tip. Um, the best way to take out these ships is your targeting. Take out their guns. Once they are, and I remember that's how I beat the scavenger, is I took out his ships and then I just flew around him, blasting him. Because once their guns are out, they're sitting ducks. Now, I can say that with the spacer. Probably the same with the Veyroon based on what you just said. I have, based on the stories I've heard about the ecliptic battleship, that's different. <laughs> yeah, that one's different. And the spacer, um, scavenger, Blatodia, Blatodia, or whatever it is, like you were saying, mm-hmm. Chris, is considered the second most difficult. And um, it has what they, they consider to be the, the more difficult of the three escort ships. But like you said, one of the key strategies is to take them away, get those escort ships out of there, take them out, and then get in. Um, is very similar to the shroud bearer in terms of accompaniment accompaniment mm-hmm. is a little bit faster so you now, can't really can you, hmm? can you like commandeer these vehicles no no um oh. before i destroyed the ship i was fighting i tried looking around to see if i could dock on with it no there's no way it doesn't let you sadly it'd be awesome if you could get one legendary ship since you know how rare they are if you can actually dock it go in there in this epic battle fight with all the elites in there and then that take would it. be awesome. That would be insane. Get but on they, that, Bethesda. Get on that. But they would have to first make it where you can have a ship that's bigger than 80 meters to land on a planet. Yeah, or exactly. have little landing bays that you can launch from. Because these ships are dreadnoughts. They're huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this, this one has a lot of weapons. And it will delete you when you get up close before you can even say a bleep word. To beat this one, it is highly recommended you completely go ballistic weaponry. The speed of your ship won't help you any of this, but keep it ballistic. Now, for the most difficult of the legendary ships, the Ecliptic Battleship Cumulus? Camulus? Camulus sounds better. Yeah. AKA the Super Eraser. You can think of like those big pink erasers we had as childhood. As, as kids, that's what this is compared to the other two on the end of your pencil. It's named after the God of War. It is devastatingly powerful. I have battleship Ares. Yeah, I've heard the of... God, it's the Celtic God of War. Yeah, that one. There's like three or four different God of Wars technically, or or more in well, past religions. Cumulus. Yeah, cumulus. Yes. I'm not the best at pronouncing words. It's a word. I said it. It's a ship. It's so legendary. Right. Yeah, I can write words great. <laughs> this one is level 55 and has way more weapons than you are used to and it has the toughest shield in the game which technically gives it over 4,000 hit points on the shield alone this one is also accompanied by three ships but they are considered to be the weakest of the comp- the escort ships of the other of the other ship of all the legendary ships but because the ship itself is the toughest by far uh, the only strategies I could see to but potentially beat this one is to go as long range as you possibly can because as soon as you get within range of its guns you're done so you gotta stay out of its range is the only way that I've, I've seen that you can beat this ship like I said any of these ships if you don't have the repair parts you need if you don't have the shieldings you need uh, you can take it on with a class B ship but you better have the maximum shields and stuff you can buy 
Me personally, I disagree with saying deck out your ship with ballistic weaponry. I find that uh, the particle weapons are actually really good. Uh, especially since they have shields you have to knock out first. So it's just easier. Three sets of particle weapons firing at the target. And like I said before, use your targeting if you have it unlocked. Because you can knock out their weapons and then they're not that good. I know of at least one of these has a quest attached to it. I got it one time. It was the Varun. And it gave me a location to go fight this ship. It was the first time I've ever seen one of these quests. And I don't remember... I have no idea how I even got that quest. It just appeared in my, my quest log. I think it's one of those you hear when you're actually on the planet surface. And you walk by and they talk about it. It's possible. I, oh. I don't know. It was but a while yeah, back. I got, I got a quest for one before to on actually one of my younger characters. I think it was my bounty hunter sitting with one. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that. Not with my bounty hunter. Every I looked online just to confirm that all three of them have a quest and I couldn't find anything. No one could confirm it anywhere. No one even talked about the quests. So yeah, all the quest is, is go here and fi fight this big ship. It's so here pretty much what the quest one is. in 100,000 chance that a ship might be here that you can fight. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, it wasn't there. there. Fight. <laughs> I went to that location; it was not there. I went back several times, and my and that was in my new game plus. The first one I went into that I found this quest never did find it. So that is the nitty gritty of legendary ships, guys. They're actually. I, I did not know they existed. Them. Yeah. Yep, they are the legendary battleship. They're called legendary ship battles, and that's actually what the quest will say. It's something about. Legendary ship battle. I never knew my about them until I got that quest. My luck is I will find my first one on, on your my challenge character. <laughs> <laughs> and I will run faster than anyone's ever ran in their life. They're very easy to spot <laughs> from a great distance. Mm -hmm. Be like, nope. Peace out, <laughs> homie. I'm done. Don't, don't look, at a, look at a fly towards a ship. It looks really big, and it has these really small fighters around it. I'll That's be like, <laughs> I'll have just finished Crimson Fleet. I'll be like level 49, about to complete my challenge character, warp into a system, and bam, there it'll be right in front of me. Won't be able to run, and I'll die. Now, here's something I'm surprised they don't have. I'm if you have my luck, you'll come across the, the, the ecliptic battleship. I am surprised Crimson Fleet doesn't have a legendary battle for you to go through with them. Not yet. I, you know what? I wouldn't put it past that occurring down the road with this game. Yeah, true. I mean, the Crimson Fleet is all, but, well. Depends which way you go. It's true. That is true. And technically, either way you go could, without doing any spoilers, could definitely give you or bring another storyline in for the Crimson Fleet being rebuilt or coming at you stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's... Strong possibility. They left that one wide open. We shall see. Yeah. Because even if you take the side of the Crimson Fleet, you still they still become very weakened after that fight, but not the end. Um, Dress also brought up a news article he, saw, he found about a gentleman who has been playing for 700 hours, and he came across a location he had never seen before, and quoted, quoted as a beautiful location. It's the Narodyne Botany Lab on Beta Marais 1. And it's one of the few handcrafted, fully handcrafted locations that is unique to that one area. Mm, that's cool. And it looks really, really cool. It looks like a like an overgrown 
forest inside of a that used to be a lab okay i would definitely check it out it looks really cool i haven't seen it in person myself but i looked at all the pictures and it looks pretty neat of course i still haven't found those um like the the oil rigs that have all the creatures inside of them Mm -hmm. i have yet to even find one of those they're almost on icy planets have you found the, the the drug dealer's house that i was telling you about before in one of the episodes big giant mansion no, that, like no. you go in there and they're all dead, and you can find like the head dealer. Oh, yeah, I've been dead there. on his bed. Yeah, I've been there. That I thought that cool. was this. Thought that was a quest. That one's cool. Hmm, I completely forgot all about that because that was one of our earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, Mossy mentioned the idea of a living ship mod similar to what is in No Man's Sky. In No Man's Sky, they have these, like, biological alien ships that you can get in and fly and, and basically buy them or whatever. And the idea of that in no in um, Starfield doesn't sit well with me because there's no lore backing it. Well, think of it this way. They're, they did a small section of space. Yeah, what they true. need to do, uh, what they can do over time, if it goes on as long as Bethesda hopes it does is add more and more and add more alien races and stuff like that to where you can come across these later on. Yeah, the reason why I have a problem with it right now is the fact that there is no intelligent alien life in the game. There's no war of it, yeah. 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 Yet. Yet. What so, is Shatter Space? What is Shatter Space actually is about nothing we think of and it's about them adding another species in. Cool, but that means we just <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, thought about it now. Now it's going to be at least another six months before it comes out because they got to change it all because we thought about it. I'm still, <laughs> still convinced that um, it's going to be something that we did mention at some point. That would be awesome if we, if we get into the game and there's NPCs named Rook, Archon, and Widget. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes, all I'm because still... we figured it out before anybody else. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the the mod content to come out. The creation club, yeah, the creation kit. I was expecting that already. Well, we're not That's even true. in February yet, so I gotta give them credit. I, I'm I believe they mentioned midway through February. Midway or end of February was when Something the like first that. thing was supposed to come we're out. I thought for those new ways to travel too. Yep. Hey, I think hey. February is going to be a big a big month for this game. They gave us Where's the best thing bike? they could give us. The better lighting. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. You already harped on it on last episode. We can get away from that now. Uh, what do you guys think of the idea of, of a, modded, a mod having mm. living ships or something? Not until like there's lore about it. Or at least they add a derelict ship uh, as, as long as Bethesda adds a derelict ship that you can find that is a quote-unquote living ship then i would be okay with it yeah let the lore be in the game first before you try modding something like that in there mm-hmm. so what would you think rook if you flew into a system came in behind an asteroid come around the asteroid and all you see is a giant cube in space coming at you. <laughs> I'm running because <laughs> because if the, if none of the Federation, Romulan, or other ships can handle it, I'm running. <laughs> I would think copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. Maybe they... Maybe hey, they hey, get I, it can, it's a triangle, it can, not a cube. 
No, no, it flies <laughs> in a diamond shape. So it's not a diamond, it's a cube. It's, it's not, not a cube, Borg. it's a diamond. It's not the Borg, it's the Horg. It's the Horg. It's the Borg. See, now we're going <laughs> the same thing as Power World here. <laughs> it's not Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. You don't even throw Pokeballs, you throw Pal Spheres. <laughs> if you guys Wait. don't know what we're talking about, please listen to our latest uh, was episode 15, I believe it was, of Raw and Nerdy. Yeah. The survival episode, we go into all that. It's pretty fun. It's pretty hilarious. And if you're a fan of the game Pal World, then you need to listen to that episode too, because it's pretty funny. <laughs> Maso, no, Masi also found out, well, he found what I think is the current winning creature pick. In the um, ex- the uh, exploring, let me see the exploration one, photos. It's, is it the the dragony bird looking like yes, it's something yes. from, Pan- from he Pandora? It on the 29th, the January January 29th. If you go up and, and scroll up and see that, it's the top one. It looks like a legendary pokey puke. It no, it looks like he is Tarak Makto. <laughs> it looks like he has <laughs> no. captured Tarak. He is oh. Tarak Makto. It looks like a pokey puke. He's on Pandora. Look at the face. It looks like one of those like Mewtwo's. It looks like it wants to eat you. Yeah, it's just no. the, the dragon scale wing thingy on the back kind of throws me off on that. But if that wasn't for that, that would be the legendary pokey puke. So I Mew blame three. Ma- I blame I like Mossy's. The picture he posted too. Yeah. I I blame it completely on Mossy's failure to take good photos with the photo mode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great photo. Especially that one I would coming have... at you. And it's not a spider. It only has six legs. It's just a really creepy bug. It's not a arachnoid. What's that movie? A... Um, Starship Troopers? Oh, <laughs> that's what that one reminds me of. That's a great then, movie. What I like it was, is... yeah. He takes a photo of it, of him shooting it and running backwards. And then he has a picture of it like he's looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did good. And... Um, Steelstrom has some pretty good ones, but take the UI out, man. You're ruining with that. Mm-hmm. Use photo mode, people. You don't need to do uh, print screen to capture stuff. Photo mode works really well in this. You can do hide UI. It's it's good. So yeah, but some of the environmental pictures they took with the lighting effects, very good. Man. And this is before the update, actually. Unless they mm-hmm. were unless they were doing the beta, because I know a couple of our listeners were doing the beta. All right. So know. anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up the show tonight? I know we're not going to be as long as a normal episode, but we had uh, some technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of te- technical difficulties tonight. I'm in a hotel room as the first one. My computer doesn't want to work. That's the second one. Your computer's <laughs> just mad that you're playing too much in Shroud. No, my computer's mad that I'm not playing in Shroud. Right <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Get back in the game, or I'll shut you off. <laughs> your computer's your computer's mad that you played one minute of Starfield Raw. <laughs> Or Starfield, like, sorry. Like, why are you doing anything other than Enshrouded right now? All right, guys, that's going to be it for tonight's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And like always, you can reach this show. And the best way, honestly, to reach the hosts and the show is through our Discord. Discord.gg forward slash podcasts raw or raw podcasts. Did I mess that up? Yes. Yeah, it is Raw Podcast, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's plural, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. You can email us for business and anything else you would need, starfieldraw at gmail.com. Twitter, starfieldraw. Facebook, starfieldraw. Instagram is different. 
Raw Podcast One. And you can reach us individually. You can find me on everything, including Twitter and Xbox, everything, at the widget. T-H-E-W-I-G-I-T, all one word. And you can uh, follow me on nearly everything, every gaming system, as Tomcat213. My Instagram's Tomcat underscore 213. And you can find me, if you want to follow me on Facebook, that is facebook.com slash Tomcat213. And my Steam is th- and X are Rook213. And you can find me at TheArchon606 on social media or on gaming devices. You can find me at quick, Q-W-I-C-K underscore D underscore 606. Thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to listen to Raw and Nerdy. You can find it on every podcast platform. Check it out and have a fantastic week. Peace out, everybody. Have a great night, guys.